going. Uh, welcome, everybody, to an all-new episode of Figure It Out. And I just realized my background is not Figure It Out. Yeah, <laughs> oh, my God. Not, uh, <laughs> welcome to an all-new episode of Figure It Out. Um, I am your host, Jawan, and we have a full panel tonight for this anime episode of Figure It Out. Uh, I want to first introduce Pete. What's going on, Pete? What's up, buddy? Happy to be here. I am hungover, so I'm having a little hair with the dog. <laughs> <laughs> but I was not missing this episode. I, I had way too many examples running around the basement. I'm like, I got, I got, I got to perk up for this. <laughs> <laughs> and we are, we are glad you are here, Pete. One day, man, I, I'm gonna try to see if I can out drink you in an episode to figure it out. I'm gonna try. Okay. I'm gonna try. <laughs> Look at Joel. Joel's like. Whoa. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that's possible. <laughs> I didn't even drink. So I know after the first one, I just I would not. Anyway. Um, next up, JD. What's going on, JD? What's up? Um, I've drank with Pete before, and I know how far he can go, but I'm trying to get to his point today, right? We got a little bit of uh blueberry vodka mixed in here with fruit punch you know all the fruit flavors the fruit the fruity pebbles of alcohol tonight so we're gonna have a good time so, so healthy <laughs> right right meanwhile i'm just here with water like you know silly me right uh, <laughs> next up joel what's going on joel what is going on everybody glad to have you here no and drink oh my god joel no, no drink <laughs> no i just drank it and it was iced tea <laughs> <laughs> Me and Joel definitely feel like the, like the lightweights of this of this show. <laughs> I know I won't make it. But <laughs> yeah. um, and and last but definitely not least, Tia said, "Jawan, when you do that anime episode, I better be there." Um, so we had to make sure we had Tia here for this one. What's going on, Tia? Hello, everyone. I It may look like I have our GVN coffee mug, but it's actually Fireball in here. So, you know, yeah, there you go, guys. <laughs> um, Welcome to the club. <laughs> and in, in the spirit of talking about drinking, um, you know, not to just that there was my birthday a few days ago. I turned 31. Thank you. Um, and, you know, I, I had uh, two martinis and a glass of wine. Which, you know, when I turned 21 would have been nothing. I would have had maybe like five more freaking martinis and woken up the next day and felt perfectly fine. All, again, all I had was two martinis and a glass of wine. I woke up but the next day going, oh, Jesus Christ, what the hell happened last night? It's like, oh, no, my body's not recovering anymore. <laughs> it's downhill from now. Pete, <laughs> introduce her to what she has to expect in the future, buddy. Listen, a friend of mine texted me late last night and needed some help moving. This is the third person I've helped move in two weeks. Wow. I wasn't going to say no. It's one of my best friends. But I got five bottles of old whiskey out of the deal from her grandmother's cellar. Nice. I decided, let me taste test this old Glenlivet. It was probably like a 30-year-old oh. bottle. It's a 12. Oh. It was a 30-year-old bottle. Oh, my God. Well, a taste test. You ever see that movie Fatso with Dom? Yes, Dolly? I yes. love that. The bread and the gravy, and he eats the whole fucking pot. Well, I drank almost a whole damn bottle. My friends like, "What time did you go to sleep?" I was like, "I have no idea." 
<laughs> like, what is know. sleep? That didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. It's like the concept of time doesn't exist anymore. I, I don't know what time. Dude. Oh my God. You just, you got me excited. A 30, oh, 30, to make it 30 years, a bottle of Glen Livet? Come on. Beautiful. I had to dig the cork out with chopsticks, bro. It was like, it was in there. <laughs> Jeez, that sounds like it was made in ancient times. Uh, <laughs> it makes me so happy, by the way, that someone else besides me and my family have seen Fatso. Anytime I ever bring that up to anyone, they're like, I don't know what that is. I'm like, it's so funny. He ate the Oni. <laughs> Listen, if any, who didn't think that Dom DeLuise and Paul Prudhomme were the same person growing up? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh no, before we get started, <laughs> I, wanted to, I wanted to bring up, um, I made some new additions figure-wise that I wanted to mm. show you guys. Mm. This shocked me. I did not expect this to be as large as it is. That's what she I said. Wilson. <laughs> Come on, man. Don't, don't open uh-huh. She didn't say that to me, damn it. I got. <laughs> I've never I heard got, of you, man. I got Wilson Fisk. Uh, he comes with uh, his cane uh, removal. Very nice. Here. Oh, that's cool. Here. I got J. Jonah Jameson. Came with oh. a vest, removable vest. Um, I got, it, it, to me, this was the laziest thing I've ever seen with a figure. So, originally, this is a Mary Jane uh, figure, right? Now, on, do me a favor really quick. When you're showing them, put your hand behind the figure. I think that'll help with your lighting a little. No, like full palm, like and everything like that. And it didn't help, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, bring bring it closer a, in, bro. Bring it closer in. She came yeah. a Gwen Stacy head originally. Okay. Um, <laughs> just making they couldn't make one. <laughs> they were just like, first of all, by the way, there's only two women in the Spider-Man line, and they were just like, to make it three, no. <laughs> we'll just put two with a removable head. Um, so that's her. Also, that's how you save uh, money. You don't gotta yeah, make another it's body. So much. It's just so much. Yeah. Got Spider-Man here. That's a great looking figure. Last but not least, Peter Parker himself. Yeah, that's the one with the split head. Yep. Oh, nice, nice, yep. nice, yep. nice. So I got well, that, and Joel, I feel like a hypocrite. Remember that um, that ex-con uh, Luis figure that came with Ghost that I was complaining about because yeah. his name was ex-con Luis. <laughs> uh, Luis. Um, I bought it. <laughs> and to be fair, to be fair, I blame it on the fact that after I talked to you, I was just like. Let me see how XCon was worked in Ant Man and the Wasp to see if I can kind of like, you know, be okay with it. And I remember by the end of that movie, I was just like, I really forgot how much I like ghosts. I kind of want this now. <laughs> and and honestly, I've been blaming every purchase on you, JD. Every purchase. <laughs> on- <laughs> well, you know, it's all, it's all about the hunt, brother. It's all about the hunt. And since Pete turned me on to those little mini Marvel. Uh, legends oh, figures. Nice. I've uh, I pretty much nice. found almost everyone in the set. So you got the Electro there. You've got uh, Magneto. Ooh, right. You got really yeah. nice Iceman piece, translucent. Um, cool. translucent plastic there. Oh, I hope they Daredevil pops. I don't know if you guys ever gotten the uh, the Secret Wars Daredevil figure. 
but he was money in the bank. So this ranks right up there with that. By the way, um, I like that, JD, because the Daredevil figure that comes with this Spider-Man set has, uh, like, armor on his shoulder. Yeah, the black the black and red armor. Oh, yeah. yeah. 90s outfit? Yeah, I, like that. I don't like that. I like that 90s. I, like I that. really like that 90s. I'd rather the, the, all this, the Spider-Man figure is a little wonky with his, I don't know, his fingers. Um, <laughs> but then you go, you got the uh, Human Torch. Again, semi-translucent skin. Really nice. Um this Iron Man, they don't tell you whether it's James Rhodes or uh, or Tony Stark, but uh, you know it's it's that definite classic armor. I'm a you know I'm a big shield slinging fan, so cap money in the bank, baby. <laughs> um, but one of the best figures in the line is this Hulk. It's kind of oversized. Nice, you know, is a pretty but, uh, big Hulk. <laughs> it it really works for you know for that scale, and then. I think this is a gem here. This yeah. Carol Danvers. Yes, it is. You know, you know why she named Carol Danvers and not Ms. Marvel? I, I don't know, but um, no, I'll good. take it. It, it you know, they they have the uh, the back. You could clip it out like a trading card. They give you the little bio right next to it. Really nice. Um, even though it's Hasbro, they throw the Kenner tag underneath it. So that's pretty cool. You know. I will say so, JD. <laughs> I was a little disappointed that we didn't see one of those looks <clears throat> in the the Captain Marvel movie. That's right. my favorite look. I loved. I mean, I don't have a problem yeah. with the, the the newer look that she's adapted, but I love that look. I, my, I, really, oh, yeah. I think that's a great. Look. Yeah. I, you know, I really like how they threw us the Shazam cut, the Shazam colors when she was going through the uh yep. the variation. So I thought that was a nice little nod to yeah. everything. Uh, but you know, the line is I think fifteen figures. The only ones that are missing from from what I've been trying to find are Cyclops, Black Panther, and Electra, and mm -hmm. that completes the set right now. But the real scary thing is it's opening the doors up for everything else that scale for me. So the, those Mezco and those Funko um, five points of articulation that size, mm -hmm. you know, the them they're definite three and three quarter uh, inch figures. You know, they're they're more like the Star Wars figures than anything else. But you know, I want to get the, those Funko uh, Space Ghost, the um, the Thundercats that they're coming out that size. You know, the reaction figures, and it's it's opening awesome. up a brand new door, freaking me out. But it's making me happy because as <laughs> we've gone over a lot of times, those GI Joe classifieds that I really want are pretty much nowhere to be found. Right. So I'll just spend my money elsewhere. That's that's what my mindset is. And Pete, I yeah. thought of you. <clears throat> they had this Punisher uh, six-inch set. Comes with a motorcycle, a bag, mm, a I haven't gotten it yet. I love oh, Pete. I, nice. I, it looks so good. Um, Tia, I would have gotten it for you if it looked <laughs> a little bit like John Bernthal. <laughs> ah. <laughs> if it doesn't look like John Bernthal, I don't want it. <laughs> I swear, that's what I thought. I was just like, if I got this, Tia would be like, that doesn't look like John Byrne, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I have no use of this. Um, but all right. So this is our anime episode, like I said before. So we're going to be talking about favorite anime figures growing up, our favorite animes uh, and whatnot, favorite heroes, whatnot. Uh, so let's get right into it. Our favorite anime figures growing up. Tia, I'm going to start with you. What was one of your favorite anime figures growing up? Oh, I mean, I never had a, like, a toy, unfortunately um is that what you're talking about i'm sorry well, I mean, no did you have like um let me think people don't consider it but i do consider pokemon anime um did you have, yeah, it uh, is. Did you have Wait, I, I, or anything 
No, but I, I will tell you. What, I will tell you what I did have. Um, because I think I was in like fourth grade when Pokemon like really became popular and the cards were really a thing. And I would. I was telling Juwan this. I was much more of a Digimon fan than, say, yeah. a Pokemon fan. But because Pokemon was so popular and I was watching it, my parents bought me this Pokemon alarm clock that was so loud that my parents eventually threw it away because we lived in an apartment and it would go off and they would hear it in their room. And my mom was like, no. No, not at all. I think I had it for like a week. It was so fucking loud that she was just like, no, I got to toss this in the trash. So I had that. Um, and I think I also had a Sailor Moon uh, alarm clock that was similar in the sense that it was loud as hell. So anyway, they were so loud. So I never really had the like anime figures. I was much more into collecting the mangas and collecting DVDs and things like that. I did have cards. I had a bunch of Pokemon cards. I had a bunch of Yu-Gi-Oh cards just because back then, I don't know if anyone remembers Dragon's Den, but that was the thing back when I was like younger and I would just go and whatever they had, I would just ask mom, can you buy this for me, please? So I had a bunch of cards just because of that. That place yeah, was up I would in Yonkers, say, right? What'd you say? That place was up in Yonkers, right? Dragon's Den? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In uh, ah. Cross County. Yeah. I live in Yonkers, so it's okay. like we used to go uh, there all the time. And I remember when it closed down, I was so upset because that was really the only place that they were selling like any anime cards at all, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, whatever. They had a shit ton of figures there. It was just like the coolest thing. And when that closed down, the only place you could find that stuff was when it was beginning to go on the internet. Mm. Yeah, I, I have to say, you know how like people argue today about like the rules of Uno and how it's changed and how not yeah. one person. I tell you what, no one ever knew, and I still to this day feel as though no one does. No one ever knew the real rules of Pokemon cards. Um, people no. legit just go, I oh, Pokemon better than yours," and it's like, I don't think it works like that. Like, I, I, I think you're just making that up. Um, so I used to collect- I mean, I had the game on the Game Boys, like that I could play, but when it comes to, when it came to like playing with the cards in person, it's like, I don't know, this looks cool. So that's I mean, going to beat yours. I used to always tell people like the HP is on there for a reason. Like, <laughs> like the HP isn't just to be like, oh, we just put words there. It's like, that's supposed to help guide you as to what you're supposed to do in these battles. No one ever cared. It would just be like, no. I have a Bulbasaur and you have like, a ratata and it's like my bulbasaur wins and it's like i don't think it works <laughs> like by <laughs> default it wins let's just go with that one <laughs> but i did want to i did want to back you in one thing tia b- before we move on yeah i did kind of side with digimon a little bit more than pokemon purely because i felt like to evolve in pokemon took forever like it took just forever you well, know? not only did it take forever, but I also didn't like the idea of the fact that they evolved and then couldn't go back. I think to me, what right. was so alluring about Digimon was that they could go back and forth. And also that it was more of like, especially in the, say, like first two seasons, it was much more of an elusive world. They had to go to a separate world to see all these Digimon and Pokemon. It was, which again, had its own sort of allure. It's not like I disliked Pokemon. I loved the movie um, with, you know, Mew and Mewtwo and all that. But just for some reason, I liked Digimon just a lot better. 
and I don't know why it shouldn't, but it always bothered me that Pikachu was just like this evolved thing to make me stronger. Nah, <laughs> I, I don't do that. Um, and the fact that Pikachu was just like, I don't do that whole Pokeball thing. Like you could do that with the rest of them. I don't. I don't play that. No, he was so stubborn. Oh, <laughs> and another reason why I think I like Digimon better is that they could talk. Yeah, like, that's, very important. <laughs> that's very important. That's very important because. To me, it always used to bother me. Like even watching Star Wars, where Chewbacca would do the would do the thing, and Han would be like, "Yeah, no, you're right." It's like, what the fuck did he say? Like, <laughs> what did he just say to you? Like, where's our context? And it's like, you don't need it. Like, what? what? You don't need to know. Uh, <laughs> Not even subtitles. Just like, just, yeah, just know what. Just uh, and it's like, what did he say? It's like, ah, I don't worry about it. It's like, okay, all right. <laughs> um, but uh, for me. I'll say my favorite anime figures growing up was they used to do a beautiful Dragon Ball Z line of it wasn't three inch or six inch. It was very weirdly in between the two, Um, but it was fully posable. uh, And that whole line was sick. Goten, Trunks, uh, Goku, Super Saiyan one through three, um, one and two. Sorry. One. No, just one. Sorry. Um, it was a really dope line. So the Dragon Ball Z line, I collected the Zoids. I always wish they did Zoids a little bigger. It was so small. And then the people you could put in it like that big. And it's like, I have a dog. He's going to die. Like, I can't keep this. <laughs> like I, I can't keep this around. Um, Zoids. I got into Beyblades pretty heavy. Um, shit, we used to do that in like the locker rooms, like after gym. It's like, yo, did you bring your Beyblades? It's like, I did. Uh, it used to be like a drug deal <laughs> with our Beyblades. Yo, you got you got Beyblades. You got, Beyblades. <laughs> you got the stuff. You got the stuff. Um, but no, my my it just wasn't that large with anime figures because it to me it just seemed like it was so hard to find them. Like like the really good anime, like their figures. Um, and I know you guys are gonna kill me. I never really fully got into Gundam. Um, I don't know why. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that I didn't like it or anything. I started it, and then, again, like I was telling Joel uh, last time I saw him, so many anime came out <laughs> that it was just like, if it didn't capture me, I moved on. Well, um, I, I watched Gundam Wing, but for me, the Gundam that I liked the most was, I don't know if you guys remember, G Gundam. Um, that was my I, favorite. I Thank you, yeah. Well, Gundam Wing was good, and I know like people were really into it, but I was like, why isn't anyone talking about G Gundam? the superior of the Gundam story. So uh, to me, I really like that. And I have the full set of the manga of that, and I have the full set of the DVD uh, of G Gundam. So yeah. Gundam was was an amazing concept. I always remember thinking Gundam was cooler than um, Voltron. It was just cooler. Cooler. I'm just saying the concept of jumping into a robot just visually looked cooler with Gundam than it did Voltron. I'm not, what do you, what this you is to- a tough episode for me, folks. Just letting you know. <laughs> hey, kids. What, you know what, what I'm saying? Bro. Um, by the way, you guys got me yelled at by my dad, so keep it up. <laughs> Good. Good. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have him yell at you at the end of this episode, also. Uh, yeah, no, uh, no, he would probably say it's it's you know 
he 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 anime was something so far out of my dad's time that he's I don't I don't know what that shit is. Um, but yeah, so those were my my go to toys. Um, Pete, I'm gonna pass it to you really quickly. Uh, well, not really quickly. Sorry, I don't know why I said that. I'm gonna pass it to you, Pete. What was your favorite anime toys growing up? So I mean, growing up, we. I didn't know what anime was. I had no concept of anime until I got to high school. And, you know, somebody had told me, like, hey, uh, oh, my bad. That's, uh, there we go. <laughs> Stop watching Messenger. porn during our podcast, Pete. <laughs> I promise you it was just Facebook Messenger. Porn it was, it was the anime porn. So at least right, it's exactly. the hentai. Team. It was the hentai. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't know what anime was, and when somebody had told me that Voltron was anime, I was like, whoa, I, I was like, mind blown. So I guess growing up, per se, would have to go to the Voltron that's behind me in the display case there. That That's one of my originals. I also have the vehicle Voltron, which I never really got that into, but the Fleet of Doom crossover episode, if you guys have ever seen that, that is dope as shit. Like, just ridiculously good um so like growing up i didn't really have anime toys per se but you know attending comic conventions later on in life i and now i have just so many toys in front of me that i brought to show <laughs> off uh i am actually a big gundam wing fan that was like really my first foray into mechs besides voltron i never i never watched macross or macross however you want to pronounce it the emphasis goes on the other syllable. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to check out G Gundam. I never watched that, but I'm always game for something new. But I picked it up. Was a, I'm sorry. It was, it was a cool concept because it um it used the, the idea of the Gundam suits in a different way um, as opposed to them, like, say, operating it with their hands. They more so, like, as they moved, the Gundams moved, and they were using like, it to, like. Like, what's his name? Uh, like Pacific Rim kind of thing? Mm, not exactly. Not uh, ex it's, it's, exactly. Uh, it's almost Power Rangers. Like it's like this gel would come over their body, and they would mm -hmm. be one with the with the robot. Oh, that's cool. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty cool. I enjoyed it. But yes, let's see your figures. I got these two uh, when they came out. Where's, where's that blasted center camera? There it is. <laughs> uh, I'm hoping that they do the rest of Gundam Wing, and I really want to see an official Wing Zero with. The, the feathered wings like that from the movie that was ridiculously awesome and like I, was I had the models and I never really I wasn't that skilled with a paintbrush so I never I never messed mm. with them I just built them and that was that nice. uh, <clears throat> I did pick up this little Vampire Hunter D model mm. I oh, that's cool. some more I know they have that's figures cool. of VHD but I never managed to pick them up and they were always pretty expensive on the aftermarket <laughs> I think my favorite toys that I got are these Giver figures. I'm pretty sure this is um, Figarts. I, I'm a huge Giver fan. These are the, the original ones with Giver 1 and Giver 3. And mm -hmm. I remember watching Giver 3 and it, you know, anime has this thing with like the guy with the long hair is usually like the cool anti-hero kind yes, of the rebel. Always. Yeah. Always. <laughs> <laughs> like, you talk about tropes yeah. very mysterious and he always had his hair like this you know uh -huh. so you could really see <laughs> one half of the face you know <laughs> but emo. always uh, the yeah. emo look yeah <laughs> 
Uh, I learned there was that. The, the, five, the, five tropes, hmm? the five tropes were the leader was the, was the main character usually, right? Mm -hmm. You had the second in command, the best friend or whatever, was always the angry rebel. Then yes. you always had the one female. Then you had the chunky one, all right, who was usually the, the big shoulders. But even though he was chunky, he was usually the strongest. So mm -hmm. that kind of balanced out. And then you always had the kid, right? Mm -hmm. That's what I transferred over. That was Battle of the Planets. That I'm thinking was, about like every anime I like. Hawks, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's every single yeah. one. <laughs> Everyone. Everyone. Don't forget the, the villain with the long hair. And occasionally that long hair was white. More often than not, actually. Yes. Now I'm thinking about it. Wasn't, was his name Pegasus? Pegasus from Yu-Gi-Oh! He had the long white hair. Yes. No. Wait. What was his name? Yeah. There was a white-haired. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, was the it was Pegasus. I think so. Okay. And that long-haired uh, bad guy always usually like in one season kind of teetered on being a good guy, and then was a romantic interest to the token girl in the group and everything. Yep. There, right. there's all those tropes. <laughs> right. Uh, Pete, before I move on, I wanted to ask you really quickly, Pete. Did you watch the Ultron on Netflix? I loved it, actually. I, you know, I, I didn't think I was going to, and that it had so many nods to the original. Yes. And like yes. that time when they couldn't figure out how to form Voltron, and they're just like stacking each other up, and I was, I was slapping my ass off. Like, <laughs> Dude, good. That man. Voltron I, series was amazing. I that first season was hard to get. You know, the first yeah. two or three episodes, it was weird because that first episode was almost an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. You know, it was definitely more than an hour. And then it went half hour episodes after that. Um, but I love how Pidge was the female. Yeah. You know, I, I, um, how they included, uh, how they worked around the Sven um, uh, uh, Shiro angle, yes. you know. And then when they went to the parallel universe, they added that, you know. Um, that Voltron series is a gem. I loved, I, I watched it three times, man great fucking series i'd like them to release like a really crazy detailed toy of that and so i can match it up with that one like, well those figures were pretty nice man i didn't i didn't pick them up i did i i was waiting for somebody to like show it to me so i could see it like out of the box and kind of play with it. i should have looked up some reviews but i never did they were really cool man very cool um i do remember I do remember a few years ago, people were fan casting J.J. Abrams to direct a, um, a Voltron movie. Yes. Not against it. Don't. Please don't. Wait, <laughs> nope. you please like J.J. Abrams, J.D.? No, please don't. Please don't. Don't. Leave it. Leave it as it is. Um, you know, we had this conversation with Ninja Turtles last week, right? And Transformers. It never translates well. They try to do battle, uh, battle of the planets, you know, G Force, whatever you want to call it. They did that live action, and it was pretty much a Power Ranger movie. I don't know if you guys ever got to see it yeah. with the with the uh, with the chunky monster latex costumes, and it was it was really really hard to get through. I, I'll say this. I'll say this because each of us have lived through a version of something that was just horrendous. But I'm always of the mindset of. We got to get the bad out so we can we can work our way to the good. And you watch Detective Pikachu and you watch Sonic and it's like they're proof that it can work like yep. it can work really well. So to me, it's like, would I risk doing a, a Voltron movie that may be bad 
with the idea to get people on board of knowing that like, all right, here's where it messed up. Here's where someone five years from now can make it better. Uh, I'm just always of the mindset of try it, you know, like, do we need it? No, of course not. You don't want to taint anything. But again, Sonic on its first try, beautiful. Yeah. It almost messed up with that original concept. I was going to say, not really on its first try. That was technically the second try. <laughs> almost. It, it almost. No. But te- I don't count it because that didn't release in theaters. So, no. <laughs> damn, it was, it was a dry Thank God. Um, uh, As a counterpoint but, to you, Juwan, right? I'm mm-hmm. of the mindset there are always new properties out there, such as uh, my book, Shield <laughs> of the Interceptor, or my other book, uh, Dragonstorm, or some of the other titles that I have that, um, you know, need a little time in the sun i'm just saying there's new products to be mined i'm with you i am with you but to me it's just like watch your feet as i drop that plug (laughs) (laughs) at some point some of these companies have to know like they're just sitting on gold mines you know yeah like the fact that whoever created gundam didn't one day just go hmm someone did transformers and it you know albeit some people may think the first few worked and the last the last half were garbage but how do you sit there and just go Nah, we could never do this. Like that's because J- that's because Japan decided to take it a step further and just made an actual Gundam. <laughs> they just yeah. made it. right the real one. Yeah, something that's cool. You respect that because stuff like that could never happen in the U.S. Because a day <laughs> after they unveil it, some idiot's gonna be defacing it or trying to get in it. <laughs> Or try, you know what I'm saying? Trying to take the arm off and sell yeah. it. And it's just like, we could never have anything good like that. No, and you it, can't have yeah. nice things. There's graffiti right across the chest. And everybody be like, how they get up there, though? <laughs> right. 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 No, people, people who do graffiti, they find ways. If you're driving through New York and you see something, you're like, how did they get up there? They, they manage it. <laughs> that yeah. in and of itself is a talent. It's- I do think uh, graffiti artists are the original Spider-Man. I really do. I think Spider-Man. Hell yeah. Who knows? Who knows? I once seen someone upside down like Spider-Man when he's hanging from his web just doing graffiti. Like, how the fuck? What? <laughs> like, how did you even do that? Um, but JD, yeah. I'm going to pass it off to you. Your favorite figures from uh, from the anime. All right. All right. Well, before I say anything, you know, this bad, that, that, that monster behind me, uh, you know, I, listen, you got to respect how, how long that property has been alive here in the States, yeah. what it came to. Um, but that is just something that is being sold on eBay. So it's not like it's part of my uh, personal collection. Pick that monster up for seven bucks, man. Anyways, um, so wow. that being said, the big robots were my jam growing up. That was my anime. I, uh, it's hard going through this episode because I hear you talking Pokemon and Digimon and I'm, I'm I'm so far removed from that. I don't know Dragon Ball Z. I don't know a lot of that stuff. I know Vampire Hunter D. I know um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I know Robotech. Oh, my God. God bless Robotech. Um, it was, if you're going up here in New York, it was one of the adult cartoons. You know, I mean, you saw death in the cartoon early on. And you're like, oh, my God, people were dying. It wasn't like G.I. Joe where they would skate with their backpacks. <clears throat> But my favorite toy growing up was a big robot. And I, I, I think I said this in a previous episode, spending my summers in Puerto Rico, they were heavily um, with, uh, they, they had anime on rotation in the early 80s in, in Puerto Rico in syndication. 
And I got to see Voltron before it hit the States here. I got to see a lot of Battle of the Planets or G-Force, whatever you want to call it. But one of my favorite toys growing up was called Mazinger. And I don't know if you guys ever heard about that. Mm -hmm. Big robot, big V on his chest, which was used as either a boomerang or a sword. He would fire his rocket fist. Um, he had two sidekick robots, a female robot whose boobs were missiles, and his little brother robot where he and his friends would ride uh, uh, bikes in the helmet. And somehow that would uh, generate uh, gale force winds to knock down monsters <laughs> like that. Uh, um, but the toy was awesome. It was about two feet tall. It was uh, the same plastic that you see. I don't know. Toys R Us had the big rock, remember? And the big uh, uh, Stormtrooper and the big Darth Vader and the big uh, uh, Batman. It was, uh, it was plastic. It wasn't PVC. It was a little stronger than PVC, but it was, it was still soft. So that robot was my jam. Um, Shogun Warriors was pretty much the line that it came from. So it was that. There was another robot. And ironically, there was a Godzilla who came with that set had a tongue that would stick out and Godzilla would also fire his fist. I never saw Godzilla shoot his fist out or whatever. There's a feature in the toy. Um, so, yeah, Rocket Fist Godzilla. That was that was awesome. But Rocket Fist Messenger was was great. Um, and then, you know, with G.I. Joe's, you could almost feel like a Joe could fit in there, even though there was no place to go in it. You know, you just, whatever, crawl off in your hand, you throw it to the side. And, you know, your favorite Joe was piloting uh, that messenger. Yeah. After that, though, there was um, Robotech. And Robo Matchbox didn't just do cars. Matchbox did action figures as well. Um, and those Robotech figures were on the money. It was Jetfire from Transformer, but it was big enough to fit a GI show sized figure in the cockpit. You know, you had Rick Hunter um, and you had his, his friends. The one thing that that uh, Robotech plane couldn't do was transform because of the license agreement with Jetfire being over there with Hasbro and stuff like that. Um, there's this whole debacle uh, of it going down. You know, Hasbro was buying all these, all these pieces. Um, they didn't care what it was from. They were just tying it into Transformers and not understanding where the whole Robotech license slide and stuff like that. So when Matchbox got the license, they were able to get the plane. They just couldn't transform the plane into, you know, the jet fire figure. Um, so that was that was a favorite also of mine going up. I would pick up the Gundam kits. So I don't know which the white one that had the big wings and the shield and the long rail gun. And then there was the, the evil one that had bat wings and a big scythe and a and like a tail whip or something like that. And yeah. those were those were pretty cool to get uh, to put together. But I never really got into the cartoons. I, I never got to see them. I, I will say, JD, to a point you made earlier, I just would have thought someone would have smartened up and made um, like big robot uh, toys to where you could just open it and put in you know reasonably sized figures. Because right. I guarantee you, sales would have went through the roof for those no, kids that could take. You sure? Because me, I would have yeah. imagined if kids could yeah. take different figures and put them inside there, they would have went mm -hmm. bananas. The um, the Voltron. Uh, so Matchbox had a Voltron license towards the end, and they did, you know, one eighteenth figures. They had a Voltron that was able to be combined, and you can have the pilots 
pretty much sitting in the back of the the body of the of the Voltron. Um, they didn't sell well. You had a Castle of Lions as well. The aftermarket on that is through the roof, though. That Castle of Lions playset is like almost four hundred bucks on eBay. Um, but you know, it was five point articulation figures. Um, you put that against the GI Joes that are out there, and people weren't really into it. And um, Matchbox didn't market. Was it Matchbox or LGN that had that? Now, I don't. I don't remember. It could have been LGN. Um, but that, that didn't that didn't sell well. And then you had GoBots had to build a figure that you were able to put GoBots into the body parts. That didn't that didn't move well uh, either. You know, I would have liked to see more of it because we got that. You know, um, it was in their cartoons, the cool. Mighty Orbots, where where the kid went into the center chest of it. You know, more to your point, they had uh, at the Jokons over. You know, they had like the exclusive figures that they had for the just the convention release. They right. had Star uh, Starscream Sky Strikers that you know you could put the figure in. They had the really. Oh man, you gotta look these up, man. They're beautiful. The Jetfire Sky Striker is ridiculous. You want to talk about an aftermarket on eBay? And he transforms or not? That's the problem. Is they didn't friggin' transform. I'm like, why? Why do you stop short than transforming the stupid thing? You're Hasbro. Make the. It's your right. property. Right. Do it. Right. Right. Yeah. Damn. Hasbro that has shown that they, uh, in moments, they have no idea what they're doing. <laughs> they apparently don't want to make money. <laughs> but, you uh, know, some of the best Hasbro Transformers, oh, excuse me, some of the best Transformers are not Hasbro. But Takara, you know? Right. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, or the like, uh, right. right, to Carl. I, I remember a, a set of locomotive, a locomotive Optimus Prime, um, where, you know, he, he transformed. Uh, Peter, I remember showing you the pictures. Um, and then you got those customizer guys, right? That they made the original Tetrahedron uh, um, uh, planes, you know, that you saw in the very first episode of Transformers. And they were pretty much triangles that could transform. You know, people are engineering their own, their own stuff. The third party you know? Transformers are ridiculous. I, I told Juwan, we got a Transformers Oh, episode. for sure. Oh, yeah. Let's believe that's coming next week. Oh, yeah. Dude, there's a biplane Starscream out there. No way. Yes. Dude, Dude. you want to see some shit. And I, I mean, I, I, I don't want to go off on a tangent here. There is a Rolling Thunder, the G.I. Joe toy, Rolling Thunder Optimus Loved Prime. it with the two missiles. Yeah. That he Optimus what? Optimus Prime, bro. No fucking way, dude. It's, it's amazing. It transforms? Well, yep. Really quickly before, oh, before but, we, uh, really quickly before we pivot back to anime, Shout out to Joel. He just sent me this. Um, G.I. Joe's official Twitter page says, live from the Cobra Terra Dome, join us Friday, April 9th uh, at Habro Pulse Fan Fest. Um, so it's very possible that's where we get our first Snake Eyes trailer. Oh, okay. Um, but even... Oh, wait, say it again, Joel. It's, it's, it's like for collectors. So there's going to be a lot of stuff about the figures. Right. Nice. Um, so it could release some lines. Uh, I know I want to see a little bit more of the figures they specifically have for that movie. Um, but also to me, don't don't call it fan fest. And I don't mm. see that trailer for that goddamn snake eyes right. movie. <laughs> well, um, our, to but, bridge the gap with, with what you're saying, Joan, and with what Pete was saying, there is a 118th scale Optimus Prime. Mm -hmm. He transforms, he goes into the rig. Um, you can buy him. 
I think he's about 200, almost 300 bucks. Mm -hmm. And you could go on Instagram and you can see people putting actual GI Joes in. That's MP1. It's like, yeah. That was MP1? The very first masterpiece. And then they kind of scaled it down Mm -hmm. for MP10, which is really. Yeah. I like that. Oh, you got, you don't have it though. I don't have MP1. Two of my friends do. I have MP10 behind me. Dude, that is an awesome piece, bro. Yeah. Before I uh, before I pass it off to you, Joel, T, I want you to show off your collection. But first, I wanted to bring up probably, because I forgot to say this earlier, probably one of the worst anime toys was Dragon Ball Z had this line of you could put a figure. It was it was based off of the whole Boo saga. So like, okay. you could put a figure in like a fatter, uh, a fatter body. <laughs> And then it was, it was just, it was horrendous. I remember just going, well, this is all the Dragon Ball Z toys they have. So I guess, I guess I'll get them. <laughs> Getting home and just going, what is this? Like, <laughs> why? Um, yeah, to be fair, I never, like, I wasn't the biggest fan of the Boo Saga. Um, I feel like at that point, I, I was a Cell Saga, Android Saga what? person, the Boo Saga. We could go into a tangent about that. They made Gohan like the worst character. I hated Videl. I hated Goku being dead. I hated Goten. I hated Boo really up until he became all badass. Goten? I didn't like the kids. I didn't like the kids. They were annoying. They were annoying to me. Yeah, I didn't like the. Tia is the walking meme of man. Fuck those kids. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. Uh, I'm I like- with her. Fuck Dragon Ball Z. No, she didn't say that. That's what I heard. I heard that. I, no, I'm the, backing you up. I'm all about Dragon fuck Ball- Dragon Ball Z. Dragon fuck Ball Z it. has several sagas, and the last saga in Dragon Ball Z was the Boo Saga. Fuck the Boo Saga, not the rest of the sagas. And I will tell you why. Because now I'm going to bridge it into. This is like the prize of my DVDs collection. It's going to take a second to show. Um, yeah. Season one, the uh, the Saiyan saga. We got season two, right? We got season three. We got freaking four, five, six, <laughs> nice, seven, eight. Oh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry, Tia. Go back, go That's back, to, go back to eight. Go back to yeah. eight. That looks. Wow, that looks like that's in the Boo Saga. Wow. I didn't say I didn't have it. I what, didn't say what, I didn't have it. I, I don't know what Blue Saga is. And, so, and- so it's like, uh, you know, like they're called, se- you know, they're seasoned sagas. It's like just uh, who they kind okay. of like go against. So the Boo Saga was like the the villain of that, of that season, right? Majin Boo was his name. And I thought that he was like one of the worst villains that Dragon Ball Z ever had, so <laughs> I didn't really like it. But of course, I had it. I have to collect the entire freaking series. All these defend that no, what, the at, at Logic. I mean, <laughs> I hate the Spider-Man Clone Saga, but it's not like I don't have the issue. Oh, yeah, you know, you don't hate it. Don't hate it. I'm, I'm just saying. I, I'm just saying. We're not gonna get off of the tangent. I'm just saying. Do I dislike <laughs> what they did to Gohan? A thousand percent. I feel like they took all the testicles away from Gohan right after well, can I tell <laughs> can I tell you why they did that 
because you know you have to remember when we watched dragon ball z was when they did the dubs right when it came to america but dragon mm-hmm. ball z was out in japan i think around the 80s or something the original yeah. Well, you had Dragon Ball, which was like the beginning series, and Dragon Ball Z came after that. Mm-hmm. But with Dragon Ball Z, um, when Goku dies in the Cell Saga, they were going to kill him off officially because they're like, we had him in Dragon Ball, and then he's mm-hmm. been the main hero in all of Dragon Ball Z. It's time for his son Go to take the mantle. But when that started happening, people who were watching it in Japan were like, what do you mean Goku's not going to be a part of the freaking <laughs> show? You it's know, they true. like they were so angry at it. So then the show was like, well, I don't know what to do. We set up Gohan this whole entire time to take the mantle, but now we're going to have to bring Goku back. So I guess we'll just have to make freaking Gohan a wuss. <laughs> I don't know where that logic came from. That they were like... <laughs> so I guess when they were putting this together, they weren't thinking about, you know, the, the toy licenses, right? Because you would have had the Arctic Blast, Gobon, the Fire Ice Side, uh, uh, Showman. Uh, you would have had him, you know, with ice skates. You would have had him in a oh. channel pattern. You know, I mean, listen, it's I, I know you're laughing, but when Batman came out, you had Batman in every different fucking style, dude. You had Batman in a gold suit that was called, that was I mean, called Tech Suit Batman. Mind no. you, that was the first redeco. All right, mm-hmm. we call variants. That yeah. was the first redeco uh, figure that came out ever. I had old Batman from Batman '89 had a gold Batman, and it was the weirdest toy, but I loved it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I, I will say, I will say, it was one of those things where it was mainly frustrating because it's like to me, if you're not going to make anyone else outside of Goku and Vegeta strong, just yeah. make everyone, you know, kind of cameo. You know, the- when, the, when the episode permits. It was just a Goku Vegeta show, and that's how it still is. That's how <laughs> and, that, and that and the thing that frustrated me about that was, and not to get into a huge tangent because I know like JD isn't into it, so I don't want to like get too much into it. But you it's know, okay. Dra- <laughs> Dragon Ball started with say like focusing on the human, right? Tien, Yamcha, Krillin, and we got some of that going into Dragon Ball Z. And I understand once they start introducing the Saiyans and alien beings that they couldn't really focus on the humans as much but you didn't have to a just like completely push them to the side and you also didn't need to make them like the weakest mother effers ever like and what they, they did to yamcha first of all one thing jd i will say the one thing i could never take seriously about dragon ball z was People would die religiously, and they would just bring them back. So it started. Oh, like, it, it was a joke. It was like yeah, a joke. Every season, away, they died. Take away from caring about, <laughs> like Krillin. You know, they they develop Krillin to where you're like, man, I really love him. He's not that strong. You know, he he's the heart of it. And then he would mm-hmm. die, and then it would make you feel sad. like when Frieza killed Krillin. You're like, oh, that hurt. Yeah. But then when Krillin right. started to die over and over and over, it was just like, all right, I don't, I, okay, whatever, you know? Anybody, and then when they started having, like, I'm sorry, Pete. I was just, did anybody make the joke, oh, my God, they killed Krillin? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you this. As funny as, oh, my God, they killed Kenny was, it it, it takes no, it, it's no comparison to how hilarious that would have been if they gave that to Krillin. Because oh my God, Krillin so... would just die so often but he got, got the ultimate reward though krillin got the ultimate reward with android 18 
Andre 18 and hair. Even, be- even before that, he was getting bitches. So he's, he was always okay. Yeah, he always had the prettiest girls, and I don't understand oh, yeah. how. <laughs> that's for sure. They would look at Goku and just go, nah, that's short one. I like Because Goku did not give a shit about girls. It was just weird. He, he just didn't. And that's the fact that it. he was a Chi-Chi was like the weirdest thing. It's like, you, she, they she even like a, each other? <laughs> Wait, Shia, last question. Last question, oh. and I'm going to move on to you, Joel, uh, uh, before we get out of this topic. Was it weird to you, Tia, how similar Gohan and his youth looked exactly like, like Yamcha? That was the joke. Like, that was the joke of about but you know what Yamcha deserved it considering Bulma you know was screwing around Vegeta while he was dead and everything I'm like just saying, <laughs> I, I tell people this all the time if you follow Gohan and Yamcha in every like every big no scene, their hair looks similar they their always look the same similar. and, I always and it was funny myself. that Goten looked like Goku so why wouldn't Gohan look like Goku I always say to myself Chi Chi probably spent a lot of time with Yamcha while Goku was gone because <laughs> Goku was always gone he was never around either he was dead or he was like all right bye wife of mine I'm going <laughs> off to you know the freaking space for I don't know the foreseeable future it's like shouldn't we talk about this we're married we should talk about like our life and what Goku, no, no no Goku didn't even pay any bills Goku was just like you take care of no him. he was kind of a freeloader <laughs> he was like I'll save the universe you handle legit everything Chi Chi <laughs> it's a little unfair because Chi Chi was kind of a, if you watch Dragon Ball Chi Chi was kind of a badass fighter herself and it's like as soon as they got married they were like oh yeah no we totally forgot that like Chi Chi's the no, daughter of a really no, like, it was? awesome it became, martial artist no it became Goku was just like mm, I don't know if I like how strong you are stay home and do stuff here <laughs> right? Goku was kind of an <laughs> asshole <laughs> um, Joelle to pass it back around to you what were some of the favorite uh, anime figures that you either saw growing up or, or that you might have had unfortunately I didn't have any anime figures that I can think of and I loved anime like I, even for, since I was a kid like I remember I think my first anime might have been like what leftover from my brother's uh, uh, what are they called um not Voltron, because Voltron I loved too. But uh, Gigantor. I had like black and white. Black and white Gigantor. We're talking nice. fat belly Gigantor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> that was my first anime. Probably and Speed Racer. Obviously, the original Speed Racer. Oh, Speed Racer. Uh, I loved Speed Racer growing up. Um, so every time there was Speed Racer, some type of new Speed Racer, I'd get into even though they were never as good as the originals. Um, but, um, and then it just, it went from there. So like, I remember... I was a kid. I had a show. It was called Macron One. I've never heard of it again. I had a fee chase of it, and I never saw it again. I never saw it on TV. Mac- I just had a TV. Macron. Macron what? One. Yeah. What was so it? I think it was an '80s show for sure. Yeah. Explain it a little bit, maybe. Um... <sighs> it's it's hard to explain. I know there was a spaceship involved, <laughs> and they had smaller ships, and, and that's all I really remember of it. I remember that, the theme sure, song. You sure it wasn't Macross? I don't think so. It's called, I remember, unless they changed the name, I think it was called Macron 1. That's, because Robotech I I, was known as Macross also, that's why. I would have to look into it. And it's it been a, a big while ship. Yeah, it's a big-ass fucking ship. Was it called, yeah. was it called, it wasn't called Ghost Shogun, was it? The one, I don't, it, it was literally called Macron 1. Because if you search, if you search, if you search Macron 1, the first thing that comes up is Ghost Shogun. Right. Okay, maybe that's what it was, Hold but on. it was in English. Hold on. <laughs> I'll look it up. I'll look it up Does now. Does this seem familiar? They're saying that's the intro. Gotta get to the, to the chorus. 
Uh, hold on. I, I know that it was a very that theme song was just like crazy. Uh, I don't remember. I don't right. remember a robot. That's the thing. I gotta I gotta look at it again. It's been a long time mm-hmm. since I seen Macron One. I just know that it was a really catchy tune. <laughs> yeah, um, I send it to you. Check it out when, that, when you uh, when you get a chance. Okay, I'll look at it. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you, but it's like, but in the U.S. and parts of Europe, it is primarily known as Macron One. Okay, That's the there title you go. of the North American adaptation. So there you go. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. I remember Macron One. I had that shit, okay. uh, and I had a ninja show too. It was adult because I didn't know it was adult at the time. My, my mom bought it for me. She had no idea. But man, it was bloody as fuck. But it was. I don't. It was a ninja show, and I don't remember. I have no idea what the name of it is. But it was a ninja anime. <laughs> it was crazy cool too, and I just don't remember. I can't remember the name of it. Now I, I can't find it anywhere. But Ninja was, Scroll, Ninja Scroll was pretty popular. I thought it was Ninja Scroll, but I, I and I don't even remember the intro, like because it wasn't a catchy intro like Macron One. <laughs> I just remember watching it once in a while when I was uh, like back and forth between the two of them, and those were my two like anime, my favorite anime uh, tapes that I had at the time. Yeah. Um, and then of course from there, um, I guess the anime kind of changed for me because then it came to like. The, like the Dragon Ball era of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. I obviously saw Dragon Ball Z first, then I saw Dragon Ball. Uh, and Dragon Ball is awesome. The original Dragon Ball series is really great. It is good. Uh, really perverted, though. It like, is, but the, I'm out. the show is nowhere near as perverted as the uh, the manga is. That the is, manga is so perverted. It was as close to porn as they could legally get. Like, that yeah, shit oh. was filthy. I had to wash my hands every time I finished reading it. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, wonder why? No, no, not like that. Not like that. Like <laughs> why? No, just because you're, the book you're always supposed healthy. to wash your hands, John. Yeah, Grandma really. told you you'll go blind, man. I'm gonna have to go editing after this. <laughs> Outtakes, bro. Make sure that right. never sees the light of day. Um. No, but so let me ask you, Joel, when did you get into reading it? I didn't read a lot of manga. I didn't read manga until I got older. Uh, and even then, I, I, I don't read it like I read comic books. Because uh, I think there was a, there was a show, uh, Suncoast video. Suncoast yes. video. Yes. Um, you remember Suncoast? All right, so yes, Suncoast, they used to have manga on the, on the show. My, my cousin worked there, and he would bring home manga to read. That's the first time I heard of Naruto. So I'm like, oh, this looks cool. And the first time I heard of Bleach, I read Bleach before I watched Bleach. That's the first time I ever did anything like that. Um, yep. So I got, I got to watch Bleach and I'm like, oh shit, I read that. I know what's going to happen. Somewhat know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So um, those were, that's, that was my first experience with manga. And I don't really read a lot of manga. So it's more, I just wait till they become anime and I don't, you know, I don't really pay attention. <laughs> when I was, um, I'm sorry, John. I was going to say when I was like younger, like a teenager, I would just go to say bar. I would take the bus and just go to Barnes and Nobles and just go mm. into like the manga section cool. and just like walk around and see what was ever there, pull it out and like read it. So it's funny because I didn't grow up reading, say like American comic books, but I grew up reading manga. So yeah, thanks. You know. I mean, and it's different, it's backwards. It's so it's very it's, You have to get so used to that you're like, wait. Hang on. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird here? to adjust. But I will say Shonen Jump is what I grew up reading. Um, mm-hmm. And the reason why I preferred that was it would have 80 different shows, but in book form. So it would be like, you know, you know how we consume Saturday morning cartoons is mm-hmm. 
that, but in book form. So like you would have to read each issue to see what the next the next thing is. But I tell you what, it's we talked about this earlier. We're not going to get into it, but as toxic as we think certain fans are, I tell you right now, there is nothing more toxic than a person who reads the manga before they watch the anime and tries oh. to tell you how inaccurate it is, how American oh, yeah. or how the book is miles ahead of the actual show. Like, oh my God, you're just on Goku dying. Oh my God, he died. <laughs> Dude, I feel like that's how okay. the Walking Dead comic book fans were. It's like, oh, you're oh. you're at this. It's like, <laughs> you, know, you know what Andrea actually was in the comics? And yeah, it's like, I, yeah, I don't I care if she was a badass it. in the comics. She was awful in the freaking show yeah i stopped reading the comic because of that i wanted to finish the show before i ever went back to the comic book because it was so different i was like this show doesn't even like they don't even like resemble the same thing anymore (laughs) so i stopped reading joel you know that's my logic if if i'm introduced to something for the first time i don't want to read the comic first because it it then sets unrealistic expectations um because you know the show's never going to be an exact copy of it 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 just can't be yeah i get it I'd rather oh, watch the show. Like reading and watching WandaVision and thinking that certain things are going to happen. Because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Pete. You know what? Pete, you're not going to do that to me because you were right beside me. I was. That whole, I was. Time. <laughs> that whole damn time you were right beside me. I was Wait. riding shotgun, bro. I was right. 100%. 100%. What do you guys think Juwan's, uh thing for Falcon Winter Soldier is going to be for the next six weeks that we'll have to hear oh, about? I'm just going to stay off the line. I'm just going to stay. I, I want to enjoy the show. <laughs> It's gonna be Mephisto again. I'm gonna be like, wait a minute, didn't happen uh, here. <laughs> to, if I can get back to anime for a sec, uh, Pete, do you remember um, when Sci-Fi Channel first came out? They were uh, doing anime on Saturday nights. No, they were. Yeah. No, wait, you know, really quickly, JD. You know what's hilarious? I don't remember a world where there was never a sci-fi. <laughs> like wow. I feel like it's been around Man. so long. I don't even remember what the world was like when there wasn't a yeah. sci-fi channel. <laughs> yeah, sci-fi oh, network. Take, like, they came out show. like around the same time. <laughs> yeah. I was you know what? That's the year you were born. Because I graduated in 93. Uh. And um that's that's the year they were coming out. Because I remember Look at that. So then yeah. I was right. I've never been on this world and there's not been a sci-fi yeah. channel. Yeah. I remember my girlfriend and I watching, uh, my high school girlfriend and I, we were watching Looney Tunes uh, on Cartoon Network, you know? And it was just like, oh my God, where were these when they came, you know? Mm-hmm. And that was, that was really cool, man. So yeah, no, Sci-Fi Channel would do, um, they would do anime on Saturday nights and then on Sunday mornings, they had like a block of cartoons like Saturday, but it was sci-fi oriented. So they would have the Filmation Flash Gordon cartoons. Okay. They had the Star Trek cartoons. Um, and they had a few more cartoons come out. But that was um, competing against UPN. I don't know if you guys remember the UPN network. Yep. So UPN had their own lineup and they had Exo Squad. They had the Mighty Max cartoon. Mighty um, Max. Techno Man. You know, so they had, they had a pretty solid Sunday line. Cartoons on in the morning. I remember. Yeah. Our, our equivalent yeah. of that, JD, would be mm. I grew WB up with Tsunami. I, I grew uh, up with Tsunami. Yeah. So Tsunami was the midnight. Okay. Well, well, not midnight, but the the midday. Yeah. 
It yeah. was it was late. It was later. It was Gundam later. was on like Gundam Wing was on late at yes, night. Yes, it was. That's how I, I got yeah. introduced to okay. all of my anime like, through Toonami. I didn't Tsunami notice the that reason they had so to bridge that gap heading into midnight was because all their anime were very adult themed. So gotcha. it's their way of kind of letting parents know, like, hey, heads get cut off in this shit. Well, <laughs> not even that. They showed okay. they showed nudity. I was was watching i remember when i was younger um i don't know if you guys remember the anime it was called outlaw star it was oh, on yeah to not yeah I love I love star. and there was one where like these two girls get out of this like tub and they did not have tops on and they showed that and i was like oh, okay so then awesome. i hope my mom doesn't walk in at this point <laughs> yeah you know the the one that freaked me out the oh my god i hope mom doesn't walk in at this point some legend of the overfiend oh god wow yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's not a mom fucking anime, dude. I didn't know, right? So I'm getting into anime. It's in the local video store, not the not the blockbuster, right? The mom and pop, and it's in the anime section. It's like, okay, you know, you bring one back, you pick up the new one, you experiment. And when I saw the big monster, excuse me, when I saw the guy um, having sex with the girl and then turning into the monster while he was still inside, I'm like. Holy what shit. the fuck <laughs> is this? Are you sure you're watching anime and you weren't watching hentai? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Overfiend really toes the line. I, I, honestly, I would just call it hentai. Uh, yeah. Overfiend is insane. There's a lot of so that, that kind of turned me off of experimenting on on that stuff, man. you know yeah he's like i don't know when some crazy shit's gonna happen or yeah something. it was just so weird but to me it was like there was to for me for me the 90s especially the very late 90s early 2000s their cartoons were were pushing the envelope like a thousand percent um like i, Have I you guys ever watched ren and stimpy i was just pushed it all the time i caught ren and stimpy um, oh yeah uh, I mean, they're they're now trying to cancel <laughs> poor Pepe Le Pew now because he was uh, super rapey back but then. But Tia, there was a there was a precursor to Ren and Stimpy, so that uh -huh. art style from Ren and Stimpy was mm -hmm. executed prior to that on a reboot of Mighty Mouse. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you can find some Mighty Mouse uh, episodes. I had a VHS, um, like a uh, collection set of like Mighty Mouse and all that. Yeah, nice. yeah. Uh, so it wasn't that classic style, but there mm -hmm. was a Mighty Mouse that came out Ren and Stimpy style prior to Ren and Stimpy with the with the close ups on like the butt cheeks and you see all the, the boils and the and the and the yeah, hairs they were they're like really detailed with yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. The sausage yeah. fingers, you know, uh, um, but um, they would zoom in on it. Yeah, yeah. Cartoons for some strange reason were getting like pretty aggressive. Like Pepe sure. the Pew was was aggressive. The well, that's like, it's like pretty aggressive. An Listen, I can Animaniacs. go like, yeah. all, love Animaniacs. All of them, Animaniacs, Pinky and the Brain. It's like you watch cartoons. I sound so I hate it's weird because I'm like this young generation now, but it's like seriously, you watch cartoons now and they're so childish. And it's like they no, are. they're for children, right. but it's like, but if you go back and watch the cartoons, at least for even my age. Yeah. They weren't that childish at all. No. I don't understand this. Like, I, I don't know. It's just what really X Men the animated mm -hmm. series talking about racism. <laughs> yeah, Batman. Yeah. The these are these are adult cartoons, but they're not adult. But they were they took things seriously. You know what oh, I mean? And by the way, 
And no, Juan, going you. back to your um, thing about like Pepe Le Pew, this like French guy did this whole thing on Twitter saying like, no one was ever supposed to take him seriously. Yes, the point was to make fun of him. He's a skunk. Tired. He yes. stinks. Because he's handsy. That's what I was going to say. He was very aggressive towards the women. But I on this subject, I said this when this first happened. First of all, I, I guarantee you, to, it was a, just a New York Times editor was telling his journalist, go find me something that's going to piss people off and yes. write an article yes. about yes. it. Go. Yep. And two, one, two, A, Dave Chappelle called this guy a rapist 20 years ago, and we all yeah. laughed our asses off because we knew it was true. And B, I don't think anybody who was in their right mind, any dude or any woman for that matter, was looking at Pepe like, that's how you get a woman. That's, that's exactly yeah, right. I don't- I think we like, laugh like as a kid, it's like, oh, right. we laugh like how ridiculous. Again, as you we said, I don't he think anyone was look, like, uh, no one was looking at him as the blueprint of like right. what a person should be. I want to take this ahead, a step JD. further. No, I want to, within this topic, I'm waiting for the moment where they take one of the many episodes where Elmer Fudd was chasing down Bugs Bunny when he was in drag, right? And, and call that bashing, right? Anti-LGBTQ. I guarantee you, if they're going after Pepe for that, that's a close well, second. Well, I saw that they're going, going after the idea. they're going after Speedy Gonzalez, which I saw something, people. Again? And I saw a lot of things. On, like, again, I'm not Hispanic. I can't talk for the Hispanic community. But I mm. saw a lot of things on Twitter where people who are Hispanic, who are, say, Mexican, were saying that they love him. Yeah. Like he's an icon. They did this shit twenty years ago, where yeah. I, I believe it was on Cartoon Network or something, and they was like, "Oh, we can't have Speedy Gonzalez on because it's racist." And right. all of the Mexicans was like, "Where the fuck is Speedy at, yo?" Like that was our right. hero. That's right. our guy. Right. And right. They brought it back. right, John. I'm sorry. This is gonna seem like I'm attacking you. Um, Do but, it. But it's not you. But it's your generation. With oh, okay. my generation, okay. right, giving uh, you youngin <laughs> participation trophies to our kids because we want you to feel included, and we turned that generation into a bunch of soft, spoiled fucking well, brats can, that do not have I a fucking this? backbone that need this, to be heard. I said this on my last podcast. Uh, I think Saturdays. I'm not for that. I'm very much of if you allow kids to believe second and third and fourth is okay. They won't ever feel the need to get better because they're content with just being, I'm fourth. So to mm-hmm. me, I think it's very apropos, very nicely, not to be like, you're a fucking loser, but tell them you lost. You know, do you, I, I do got you a, bu- I got a bunch of fourth place trophies. No, say. no. Getting fourth, place trophy, getting fourth place trophies because there might be three people that just happen to be better than you is not a problem. Or if your heart wasn't really in it, I get it. But yeah. like if, if you're, if your daughter or son is really trying to get far in a sport, and you're kind of just like, dude, you lost by 50 today. It's okay. You know, shake it off. You know, mm-hmm. no, get them in that lab and get to work. Like, we yeah, don't work cool. hard to be the what, 94th best podcast? Hell no. <laughs> you know, so it's like 94th. Me, not- That's a good number, though. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> like 500 dollars. Right? But uh, 94th, solid. 
Either way, I want to say that number 10 is even solider. (laughs) Being only a few years older than Shawan, I'm happy that I don't get roped into his generation. (laughs) Jamie's like, your generation. Which is complete BS. Because you're in my generation, Tia. And I love how to wait, let me just say this. Tia will let me get dragged for my age every day. Meanwhile, no one knows how close to my age T is. And meanwhile, T is just like because yeah. I, I, I came out I came out 30. with the pitchfork and she's lighting it up. She's exactly. like, oh, no. and I'm like, you don't have enough gas on that me. One. You know what it is? It's like because all right, I now I will defend Juwan, but I think thank you. We Juwan, um, me, I don't know if I meet Joelle or anything, but like I grew up very much with my grandparents. So it's like you grow up listening and seeing what they watched and all of that. So you have an appreciation for what came beforehand. You recognize that that's not how things are today. Obviously, you wouldn't make that sort of content today. You also don't sit there and go, well, we need to completely erase and redact everything. It's like, no, let that stuff exist in the past and let's just move forward. But it seems like people don't want to necessarily move forward. They don't. They're very much like an out of sight, out of mind generation. Like, oh, let's let's yeah. forget about it. This Unless until they say this cartoon hurt my feelings. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I'll, 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 that way. I'll you give you back one the example. Layers? Oh, I'm sorry. Good. I'm sorry. Yeah, I no, no, no. I'll just give you one example, and then we can like move on and everything. You know, there's I forget what the movie is. My mom pointed it out. Even there's a movie with <gasps> Marilyn Monroe. Where like I guess her neighbor was supposed to be a very Some like stereotypical. Some was like it, it where it's like Rooney and he was an Asian. Yes. Yeah, and it's like yes, you look at that and you're like, that's really wrong. That's yes. very, very, very offensive, of and that should wanna, never you, happen today. So, but, once you, they start but then you don't care layers, about it, <laughs> right? Right. Because they haven't seen it. Once they start peeling back the layers of everything, right? Jerry Lewis stuff, Saturday Night Fever, um, you know, and you could keep going and going. Right. I mean, how many cartoons? Forget the Frank Sinatra, all, all the, you know, the rat, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. All, all these cartoons, they were funny to an extent because they were satire. Mad Magazine, right? Uh, Mad TV, Saturday Night Live. We get away with it because we know it's satire. It goes over the top. And that's what cartoons, if they're not a marketing uh, um, media element to, to sell toys and, and lunchboxes and bed sheets. Right, they're going to be much more toned down on that, guys. There's this whole world of cartoons that a lot of people don't know about. Cole Black and the Seven Dwarfs. Forget about, forget about Song of the South. Right, I I, I saw Song of the South when I was a kid, when I was 11 years old. But you want to see stuff? Song of the South was disgusting. Um, it's not Song of the South. Excuse me, Cole Black and the Seven Dwarfs was disgusting. Um. And, and, and that's out there, you know, Superman was, was anti-Japanese and, and those Max Fleischer cartoons, he was very bigoted. You don't see them going after that. It's, if you're going to do one, you got to do them all. People pick and choose. I they think people do. pick and choose. And it's they like, do. Do. you know, again, we can go all day with stuff right. like right. this. It's just, so leave, you know, I, I, see things, right. I see things like Pepe and I'm just like, Right. man you know they haven't right. even made him like that in years was yeah. he like that in right. space yeah. the original space was he like that in the recent cartoons no he wasn't like that recently he was like that plus he smelled bad ago. he smelled bad that was the joke 
He smelled like yeah, shit. He's a skunk. I mean, I mean, look, dragging it back into to anime, they yes. want they want to <laughs> they want to judge something. Judge uh, judge that weirdo from Sailor Moon. That I've I've been confused. no. I will give you another one. Okay, going back to Dragon Ball. Right, going back to Dragon Ball, there's a episode where Master Roshi, who's an old guy, right? Um, they never specify really how old he is, but old. And very in old. Dragon Ball, very old. And in Dragon Ball, Bulma is about 16 years old, and he's constantly looking up her dress. He's yep. constantly getting nosebleeds. There's a yep. scene where hmm. she's laying down and her panties are showing, and the kid Goku is literally <laughs> resting his head and like padding around. And it's like yeah. I remember watching. I was like, "What am I watching right now?" Woke her up and said, "Where are your balls at?" Basically. Oh yeah, he was like, "You don't have the same thing I have." <laughs> the and that can be chalked up to fucking huh? Japan. Huh? I mean, look, they've been consistent. I mean, even in the more more recent Dragon Ball Z, I think it was in Super. Goku was trying to teleport home and accidentally teleported to Bulma's house, and she was, like, in a towel fresh out the shower, and he was just like, yuck, and then teleported home. And then Bulma was just like, what the fuck was that? At? How about that Street Fighter cartoon with Vega and Chun-Li with a whole it's fight scene? She was fresh out the shower. With wet panties. <laughs> well, it's just a towel. Yeah. Yeah. Anime, look, anime, it, it, it likes to ride that line pretty heavy. Um, oh. <laughs> they're just like, hey, we're weird and we're not shying away from it. We're, we're going to double down on this weird. Um, There's a fact, lot of things that when you watch it, you're like, Mm-hmm. This feels like maybe it's wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's just like you ever you ever get that feeling to where you're just looking at it and you're just like, mm, I don't know if you should have done that. Like, like what? Like there's a very big tell in anime when they're being perverted. They start bleeding through their nose. Oh like, yeah, always, always they get a nosebleed. <laughs> oh, really? like, which is the yeah. weirdest thing. That always used to freak me out. I used to go, man, if I think someone's attractive, is that is that what's gonna happen? Yeah. It, used, it used to make you think that that was like a real thing. Like, wow, guys must get nosebleeds like all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it was never anime that whenever the kid like seen a hot girl or whenever he got turned on, he would throw up. I don't remember what it was. That's wasn't that South Park. Didn't like yeah. one of the South Park kids always puke whenever he like. I don't know because I know in Naruto, I know Naruto like Joel said, his nose would just bleed all the time. Yeah, well, well Master Roshi's nose nose was always like. Yeah, that shit would shoot out. <laughs> but our, uh, our last topic is going to be what anime do we wish they converted into live action now? If it is something they already converted into live action but was not done to your liking you can still bring it up um, because I think probably 98% of anime movies that were turned live action. What are you talking about? Dragon Ball Evolution is the greatest anime out no, of it. Doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. So don't, do don't do that. The more you talk about it, the more sci-fi will try to put it on their channel. It does not exist. It does not exist. You know, um, yeah, when, it's, when it's done good, they don't promote it. Uh, what was it? Uh, Jinro, Legend of the Wolf Brigade? was an awesome live action uh, translation from the anime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they... Well, here's the unfortunate thing about that, especially today. Today, there are maybe 20 popular anime. And if you fall in that 21, 22, 23, and so forth, no one cares about you because mm-hmm. you're not considered mainstream. 
Gotcha. Um, so it's like if you're not the one pieces, you're not the bleaches, you're not the Dragon Ball Z's, you're the not Naruto. You're not the yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, like I, I personally loved Inuyasha and Yu Yu Hockey Show. You won't find it today that talks about it because to them, that I don't know what that is. I don't like. I not, I, I like. Well, I like them. Yu Yu Hockey Show is the shit. Yu Yu Hockey so fucking dope. I fucking love Roni Kenshin. Yeah, and I that shit was good. You want to talk about live action? If you watch the live action of Roni Kenshin, that shit is dope. I didn't know they did a live action. Oh, look up on. the trailer. Look up the trailer. Oh, it's okay. so good. Well, okay. I add to my I list. Yu Yu Hakusho, I definitely want them to adapt. But my point is, um, there is a set of mainstream that if you don't fall within it, you just fall by the wayside. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, there's a lot of great anime. Um, that just yeah. like I like Parasite. I thought Parasite was done pretty well. Uh, I thought it was weird as shit. Like you guys are looking at me like, what's that? Exactly. Yeah. That's my point. Uh, <laughs> Wait, not not the Bong Joon Ho um, movie. I that saw just that. Came out, like, no, 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 no. I was gonna say that was based on an anime. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Um, but that that's my point. So there's just so many pretty cool ones that just fall to the wayside. Uh, Joelle knows I've been probably the only American that's been big, uh, bigging Big O. Like I want Big O to, to come it back. Was, it was around the time of Cowboy Bebop. I know what Big O is. Yep. It was on Tsunami. Yeah, it was on Tsunami. No, I'm I'm just speaking to the fact that no one, no one ever talks about, about it. it. <laughs> no one yeah. ever talks about the Which is really weird because I felt like the big O was really big when it was on Toonami. Like I, I was on forums and shit like that, and people fucking loved it. They couldn't shut up about the show. So to hear now people not really talk about it is so strange. And it, it, it legit, what I think I loved the most about it was it was legit Bruce Wayne, but in like a Megazord or in like a, a Gundam mm. or, or however you yeah. want to classify it. Um, what was? Go ahead. There, there was an anime. There was there was a live action based on an anime. There was a movie on Netflix with Michael Douglas, where they played a card game on a boat, and the kid turned into like a a clown, but not like a a, a Joker killer clown, more like a, a Damon Wayne's, you know, homie don't play that kind of clown. Oh my God! What is this? No, Michael Douglas. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it was one of those that that you could tell was shot in China, but the scenes that Michael Douglas was on was straight in English, you know. And then it had it had the the dub uh, subtitles underneath it. I, well, yeah. I'm sorry. I guess it's one of those that fall under that See, twenty exactly, category. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I want us to go around uh, before we get out. Of here, I want us to go around and talk about our favorite animes we would like to see turn live action. Uh, I'm gonna say consistent. Mine's a big O. Um, I-, I want the big O to become live action. I actually would have liked to have seen Matt Reeves direct it, and who I, who I would have liked to have starred in it, but he's just doing too much now. Would have been Oscar Isaac. Um, because there is a level of darkness that comes with that character. That's why I compare it so much to Bruce Wayne. It's so much darkness that comes with him um, that I would have liked to have really seen to be conveyed. And that hairstyle, I don't think many could pull off that hairstyle that he had. It's the most unrealistic hairstyle <laughs> ever. Um, but the Big O has always been dear to my heart. I, I can't wait till someone makes it available for me to buy so I can watch it again. Uh, which speaking of JD, huge shout out to you. The Clone Wars that you that the only Clone Wars that you accept 
will be on Disney Plus. Uh, the beginning. The Darren. The Darren. Aron- uh, Darren Aronofsky. The uh, the Kennedy Tartowski. Yes. Yep. Yes. Be on Disney Plus. Uh, April. Nice. 6th. Um. But uh, very cool. You know, you know what? I give. I always tell people that love that Star Wars. They have to give all the credit in the world to Samurai Jack. If not for Samurai oh, Jack, oh my God, I love Samurai Jack. It wouldn't have, <laughs> think yeah. about this, the reason Samurai Jack worked was you didn't need a lot of dialogue. But to do a yeah. Star Wars cartoon where there was barely any dialogue, no one would have expected that to work. Um, but Samurai Jack laid laid the the roadmap for that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know what? I'm Dexter's Dexter's, Le- Dexter's laboratory laid the road work for that. Because <laughs> Kennedy went from there <laughs> to Samurai Jack. And that then... To, to Star Wars. You know what's funny, that. JD? I love that you say that because I told Joel since they're doing like a, a Powerpuff Girls live action, I'm like, I would what? like Dexter. Yeah, they're doing it. They're doing a live Which action. Which is really is. weird. It's really weird. Yeah. And this comes from someone who I grew up liking the Powerpuff Girls. I used to watch it as a kid. I just, I, and I just, I, I think the idea of it being live action takes away, like, some things just work as cartoons and the cutesiness work. Of it, yeah the cutesy mm-hmm. and also sorry to get off track but i saw the actresses that they have for the powerpuff girls like they're adults practically i don't no. know i feel like powerpuff they're girls gonna overly like- sexualize this fucking movie and it's gonna be really the- yeah they're gonna they're gonna be wearing some short skirts in it i think what they're going to do is modernize <laughs> it and they're also going to their powers yeah. aren't going to translate how they did in the cartoons it'll be a more physical-esque look of their power set but they're not going to sexualize them i don't think i don't think we have- are they going to do the battle angel alita with the big eyes i, I tell you what i tell you what I haven't been able to see Black Canary in her comic accurate, very uh, beautiful looking comic accurate uh, get up. Scantily any So if they didn't not sexualize Black Canary, they're not going to sexualize a Powerpuff Girl. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. I just think it's weird because they're supposed to be kids. That's the right. point. They're like in kindergarten practically. Let, let Joel go. Go ahead, Joel. I'm sorry, Joel. About it, and no one knows what they're doing. <laughs> like and they've already explained what they're gonna do. So let me explain what they're trying to do. They um it's definitely them older. They're gonna be in their early 20s. They're adults, they're supposed to be adults in this. It's gonna be on the CW, not a movie, it's a show. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's basically them, they were the Powerpuff Girls. They've been not the Powerpuff Girls for a long time. We'll be the Powerpuff Girls again, but it's just about them becoming heroes again. They haven't been heroes for a long time. Right. right. Gotcha. So, it, Tia, it goes to what we were saying on the last Geek Vibes Live where I was telling you, everything is, is everything modern has to be, and I, I don't mean darker like the look, just a darker feel than what we're, what, what we're used to their origin being. So this will probably have that kind of feel to where it's more, not adult, but, you know, it's supposed to be for a grown audience. Um, but I tell you what, one thing, and me and Joel were going over this, but one thing that I'm not looking forward to is seeing these women beat the dog shit out of Mojo Jojo again. I mean, they used to. <laughs> like, it, it came to a point where I was just like, at some point, someone has to sit him down and go, they are just beating the dog shit out of you, Mojo. Like, you should probably, like, stop. Oh, they're definitely going to call Peter this time if he looks good. I mean, they, they used to be. <laughs> but Joel made a really good point, and then we're going to get back into, into anime because I'm going to start off with Samurai Jack. Um, 
this is the perfect time for them to do a show of the Powerpuff Girls, mainly because they're one of their villains. Um, was it him or her or was him. both? Him or her. Yeah. Uh, him. It was supposed to be the idea of like, and now you can take it and say that there's no gender. It's just gender. Right. Yeah. If you go back and rewatch the Powerpuff Girls, it always seemed genderless because it seemed like a woman that just had a really deep voice. So it was always just like, I don't know what you are. I mean, they've, <laughs> they've done that for so many things. I mean, oh God. Out of the planet. That's not who I was thinking of. I was thinking of um, the Venture Brothers. Is that what it is? The Venture Brothers? Where, like, that was a the, great show. The, it was a great show, but remember the the girlfriend or wife of like the main villain had like oh, the um, manliest um, voice. Yes, yes, yes. The monarchs uh, a doctor girlfriend. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean hell. I mean hell. Tina Belcher from Bob's Burgers is voiced by a dude. Well, hey, uh, in in Bob's Burgers, they're like all voiced by men except for Louise. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, um, but to bring it back to anime, um, yeah. I actually would like to see uh, Samurai Jack. Uh, that would be such a nice story in live action and i would like them instead of making the main villain for the first one aku i would like them to build to that so i would like us to get the flashback of how Mm -hmm. things became what it is but i want to see his journey to making it to aku um like if, if you watch that show religiously from beginning to end he's faced a lot of really dope villains that you could have in that first movie, second movie, and then the third one is finally getting to Aku and then setting things right. I um, like make that. it very like visually that. appealing. Exactly. Yes, stylized. There was a movie. Yeah. Um, who was the guy that was with Ben Affleck in Pearl Harbor? What's his name? Mm, I haven't seen that movie in a while. <laughs> Me too. I, I said the same uh, but, thing in my head. Oh, man. You know, you know who I'm talking about, though, right? Maybe. Pearl Harbor, you mean Armageddon? No, no, no. Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor. He was the other pilot that, that smashed uh, the girl from Underworld when they thought Ben Affleck was dead. Okay, I don't remember, though. Um... Josh Hartnett. Josh Hartnett. Okay. Oh, that's Josh what know. Hartnett did a stylized kung fu western flick. And the settings, uh, the backdrops that they used in that flick, and I forgot what it was, I feel would translate very well into the samurai jack that you're talking see, about can see the aesthetic that i want jd is somewhat similar to what they're doing with the mandalorian uh samurai jack uh, has always had a western futuristic feel to it okay um i want that i want when it's okay. when it's not in that futuristic state where it looks like 2049 blade runner i want that western feel that the mandalorian gives us because it's very much like that it I like the idea of having a draw to where instead of it's guns, it's legit swords. Like I've always thought it was very poetic nice. where the two people okay. would draw the sword and then race towards each other. And then it would show both. And then one person would drop. Um, yeah. Like, I love the aesthetic of that. So mm-hmm. I'm like Samurai Jack. I don't know who I'd like to see do it. or who I'd I like, like to see a Samurai Jack, but that that's is like, I work, that's right? why I like that. Robert Rodriguez predators. Yeah. I like people give that I enjoyed it too. You know, you had that draw scene with him and the predator, you know, with the with the claws and the sword. I thought that was yep. great. That I was 100 percent on that. Yeah, I enjoyed that fully. Yeah, um, I'd like to see that then in Samurai Jack. Really good call on that one. Yeah, so that's my pick. I'm going Samurai Jack. Yeah. I'll actually because me and Joel love doing fan casting, so I actually work on that 
and uh and present it uh the next episode uh what I come up with but a few I don't know if I'd consider it an anime though but it's a cartoon the only reason it's hundred yes. an anime is because they do consider that Star Wars an anime I don't consider an anime either I, I know I know what you mean but I, thought, I, I think you, anime is supposed to be a show that premiered in Japan first I always thought yeah. that was supposed to be the um prerequisite to that, what an anime is that's how i look right. at it but i know now a lot of days i mean a lot of the times now they like right now castlevania is considered an anime even though it's american made more or less um yeah but i don't I, it's because it's drawn like an anime right and that's, yeah, well, if, that's, if that's the case you got to look at bionic six jason the wheeled warriors mighty orbots um and galaxy rangers those those four cartoons you know they were american cartoons but they were produced in Japan, uh, I forgot I forgot what studio, but it was a it was a famous studio um, that that worked on that stuff, and it had that anime, not a not a full anime feel with the big eyes and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but it had a lot of aesthetics that carried over, mixed in with the Western markets. To me, honestly, there is a true definition for anime, but to me, I, I find anime to be subjective. Um, okay. So Samurai Jack, to me because it came out with all these other big animes, it very much felt like it was an anime. I get it if someone's like, it's not. No problem. Yeah, no yeah. If, if there's no Japanese version of it, I can't commit. It's just, I don't know if that's like, anime. Well, they consider the Pacific Rim show that me and you like on there. Yeah, that's they what I mean. There's a whole bunch of oh, animes. I haven't seen it yet. Is it good? It's, it's really good. good. I enjoyed yeah, it. Good. I really enjoyed it. That's very much anime uh, style, but it's drawn in anime style. You know what I mean, that's what I mean. That's what they, right. That's what they're doing now. Right, but so was Avatar and, yeah. and Voltron, and they consider those, were those two anime. great American animes, right? Yep. Right, yep. right. Yep. So you know what? Let's do that then. Let's 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 separate it. There's trap animation and there's <laughs> American anime. Um, but yeah, so Samurai Jack is my pick. Um, I, I think it would be done so beautifully well. I'll even pair Samurai Jack with with my original pick of the Big O, but I want to see those two brought to life, um, especially because of how well Samurai Jack did when it when it just came back um, to to close off everything. <laughs> Now's the time. Uh, T, I'll go to you next. What anime would you like to see uh, turned into live action, whether it's a movie or a series? So I don't know if if anyone's heard. It was on Toonami as well. It was called Cyborg Zero Zero Nine. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was my favorite anime, even though I have like this whole freaking collection of Dragon Ball Z. Talk about Juan, by the way, not having it out on DVD. It's so weird because, all right, really quick backstory: Cyborg Zero Zero Nine is considered to be like, if not the first, one of the first mangas that came out in the 1960s. Um, mm-hmm. And the version that I like of it of the anime is the early 2000s because it. Um, was adapted a few times. You could not find that on DVD. They dubbed it for Toonami because I watched all of the freaking episodes. But go online and try and find the English dubbed version. It's not around. They have the first like four episodes on DVD dubbed. And besides that, you cannot find it on DVD. Um, If you do, you find it in Japanese, which is fine. Like some people are purists they only like watching anime if it's in japanese and Mm -hmm. they can read subtitles i have nothing wrong with subtitles i watch everything with subtitles but i grew up with the english dub for these shows so it's like that's what i'm used to 
Well, so, I'll tell you, if you're looking for these, uh, as Pete said before, they don't really exist. There's not a lot of them anymore. Sun no, Coast I don't think video, so. <laughs> Suncoast Video had all of these. Like, there was a mm. whole section dedicated to nothing but anime in those old yeah. Suncoast videos. Uh, I know there was one in Long Branch last time I was out there, out here in New Jersey, but to me, they just don't really exist that, uh, that much now, mainly because not many people still collect DVDs. So stories that- But, even, but even back then, even back then when it was coming out, like I used to search and it wasn't there. And like every few years, I'm like, for shits and giggles, let me see, <laughs> cannot find it. But I'd like Cyborg 009 to be adapted just because I really like the story of it. I love the characters. Um, you know, they all have their different sort of powers. We're in an age where technology's really good when it comes to things like that so they could make it look good it doesn't have to look campy or anything every character has their own specific sort of personality it's a it's just in my opinion a very good anime that i would love to see adapted i kind of don't want to see things like dragon ball z adapted just because i don't know how you get the hair correct or anything like that you know uh, how could someone do you disavow any knowledge of the live action movie it does yeah. not exist. Dragon Ball Evolution. <laughs> <laughs> I, Pete, I saw it. It was a great was flick. Like, it's a great <laughs> flick. I love it. It's a great flick to get high on. I tell you what. You know what? There's a lot in that movie I very against my will could okay. But when you use the Kamehameha to revive someone... You've lost. That's it. just not. You lost me from the very beginning of that movie. The, the, shit whole, the Hawaiian beginning. King. Hawaiian Kamehameha? King. The Hawaiian King. <laughs> yes, King Kamehameha. Yes, yeah, there you go. <laughs> but um, he showed up. I think, I'll I'll say this. I'll say this just really quickly. To me, that can't be what stops you. You got to you got to find a way to to get yeah. there. You know, you got to just because that was shit doesn't mean and you should stop. No, no, here's my biggest issue. There's only one hairstyle that's hard to do, and it's Goku's. Everybody else's is either bald or very doable. So it's like if you can nail Goku, there's that's what I said. Listen, that's the, what I said. The eighties figured that shit out. There's no hair gel that cannot pull that off. I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm hundred percent with them doing the hair CGI. I swear to God, it's doable. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, draw that in computerize it. Yeah, it. It needs to look good, and like every person on it needs to be like the jack of jackedest people ever. Because that's the thing about Dragon Ball Z is like a lot of animes you see, everyone is like, with is very, you know, like small, skinny. Dragon Ball Z, it's like they have muscle on top of their muscles on top of their muscles. It's like they have to be like the biggest freaking dudes and girls you've ever seen, ever. I mean, it. Level that has that where they're just monstrous super saiyans. <laughs> I, I will just, say though, Brawly just keeps going. It's like you want to. <laughs> I will say though to that point, Tia. I don't know because I always thought I'd say maybe when I was like between ten and fifteen that like whenever they did Wonder Woman, she needed to look as jacked as she. No, it honestly, it's just not visually attractive to see that in live action. It's just, it's honestly, to me, if like, you remember that scene in BVS where it's Wonder Woman, Superman, and Batman all next to each other? You say that if all the time, and I disagree Wonder with you Woman, every well, time. <laughs> if, I'm sorry, but if you had her- I want to see, I want to see some chick buff. Like, say what you will about- 
say what you will about Gina Carano, right? I'm not here to get into that, but her body type is not a body type that you see represented on screen. And there are women who exist out there like that. And I would like yes. to see it more as I'll, opposed I'll, to, you know, Gina's sorry, hot as fuck. I'm just, let's just throw that right out there. Who? What'd you say, Pete? Tina's hot as fuck. That girl could kick me in the head. Any <laughs> let me, let me add on to Tia here. Cause I'm agreeing with you, Tia. Um, mm -hmm. Pete, you know, this American gladiators, Zap, yeah. all right, was a full, solid, beautiful woman, broad shoulders, well-defined, and she, if anybody knows American Gladiators, she was the true star of yeah. that series, all right? Um, strong, I mean, she was the Arnold Schwarzenegger of female bodybuilders, I'm you know, because she was still beautiful. Gina was on American Gladiators, the reboot. She was yeah, but that was a shitty reboot, dude. That really was. <laughs> I'm, not saying it was I'm just well, let, let, I'm let me, I watched it because Gina was on, and I was like, <laughs> okay. let me just but, uh, this, JD, but no, and point. who's the what the 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 uh the Chinese doctor that she's always doing the Chun Li uh images that she's got the the thighs that can cross watermelons, uh -huh. the thunder thighs. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, she, look, she's JD, a good looking woman. You she's make a, a great, good looking woman. You make a great point. And I'm not saying that it wouldn't translate well. I'm just saying I don't need it from Wonder Woman, especially okay. with how big Zach made his Batman and Superman. Yeah. That aesthetic just looks weird that all three of them are like this. And it's like, <laughs> all right, no, come on. Yeah. <laughs> but, but And I'm saying like, as the woman here in the group, I didn't, I don't need Gail Godot to be dainty in comparison to Henry Cavill and ben, ben Affleck. There's I'm just saying, of the two. Yeah, I'm, I'm just with, saying, massive, massive buff women deserve their moment in <laughs> in Hollywood. Um, but before you go any further on another um, anime really quick that I'd like to see is uh, any of the Gundams. Because you've already done like Pacific Rim, you've done Transformers okay. and everything. Yep. Why not have another, um, you know, big mech sort of uh, yeah. project hell, out there? Hell yeah. I tell you what, <laughs> Gundam should not be made until after Voltron is successfully done right. You can do Voltron. I know for without a shadow of a doubt, you can nail Gundam. But if you and can I, do Voltron, we got to a few steps back. So Voltron's its own thing. And my my pick is the one that needs to predate all of those. But yes, I go. I'll go to you then, JD. Dude, the easiest one that could be pulled off, I feel, is Robotech. It's Top Gun with robots. We I, we got a second Top Gun movie coming out, right? Mm -hmm. You got the transforming mechanisms already done. Uh, um, you know that that algorithm already done with the transformers, right? And mm -hmm. and. Oh, the main part of the thing is the pilots, right? And you just highlight, you highlight the 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 F sixteens turning into fucking robots, dude. Yeah, that's it. Who doesn't want to see that? Shooting guns and explosions and flying through the air. Half of the fucking Captain Marvel movie was her piloting a goddamn plane. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, not I'm not against that at all. And Joel, to your point, they're they're. They're extremely different. I'm just saying, if you're able to pull one off, it, it's mm -hmm. very believable the other one could be done very easily. Um, and, I mean, to be honest, it made me nervous how poorly that Power Rangers movie was able to translate that Megazord. So when I saw that, I was just like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, they did a better job on the original Power Rangers. Exactly. Fucking 
Exactly. I looked at that and I was just like, oh, no, I don't think the world's ready for Voltron. <laughs> the problem with the new Power Rangers was not the when it wasn't the cast or the actors, it was the Power Rangers part where they fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the part that you should get the most right. Exactly. Yeah, that's you know, the part you should get right where they fucked that up. That movie was casted beautifully and they still found a way to mess that up. They yeah. still found a way to mess that up. Um, but JD, that's a very good pick, man. I mean, to me, it's one of those things where it's like, if you could do something like that, that is not extremely difficult to pull off. Yes. Just attack that yes. first and then work your yes. way down. Yes. Yes. I'm with you on that. Um, uh, go ahead, I was going to say, uh, hopefully Cowboy Bebop is good. So me we too. can see that, you know, it's possible to make a good anime live action adaptation because mm-hmm. that's such a beloved anime if they oh, get that wrong mm-hmm. people are going to be pissed that's much I mean, bigger pull off than like a dragon ball z <laughs> oh exactly <laughs> i mean i'm always of the mindset of it takes one like the fact that um wait what came was detective no yeah detective pikachu, detective did, pikachu did, made me feel like okay they can do sonic obviously until they released that image and then we were just like you're gonna fuck up sonic well because well, that was the thing is that we were like when they first released sonic we were like whoa, whoa, whoa you just showed us detective pikachu you showed us that you could do a good job yeah and then you give us that yeah. what the fuck is that but to me it only takes one so if cowboy bebop is good we're on and moving we're, we're cooking with grease here um but pete i'm gonna go to you what would you like to see brought into live action all right, I I kind of just made a quick list because I couldn't decide. <laughs> That's uh, great. Give it to us. He did homework, baby. I love I, it. I want to give a quick shout out to the live action Fist of the North Star. Gary oh Daniels. yes, pretty good, man. You no, know, Gary Daniels <laughs> one of the best martial artists I ever yep. seen on screen. His shit was yep. great. That's all sign. Fun yep. one. Um, I. I ain't even getting into Guyver, yo. Forget that nonsense. I love Guyver. <laughs> I love the cartoon, not the. Movie. No, I love the, the well, the first. Live Listen, action. I I kind of like the movie a little bit. Me dude. too. It was cheesy as fuck. It's campy. Yeah, it's campy. Yeah. I got nothing. <laughs> I, I would like to see Slayers. Slayers was a fun anime that I really enjoyed. Please. I didn't know um, that. Like a little like upstart female sorceress and uh, her dopey swordsman, like Mad Mardigan kind of companion. Okay. And, you know, just like magic and monsters and stuff. That was a lot of fun. Uh, uh, Street Fighter 2 was what got me into anime in the first place. I'd love to do a movie of this movie. Like, give me the actual Street Fighter. This shit was dope. Yes, it was. But, and I'm there to... (laughs) <laughs> like you know video games and stuff and i'll save that for a second i would love to see vampire hunter d in live action that is one of my favorite anime they never did that live action no surprisingly and i mean ah, that you know okay. I, I was kind of hoping when like you know twilight hit and the vampire craze was going on that i was like just maybe maybe i'm gonna see this but it never came to fruition they but, gave us van helsing I, I tell you what, Pete, good thing they didn't develop it during that time. There weren't That's many true. good they vampire movies during that time. <laughs> <laughs> no, because they saw Twilight and they were like, oh, let's make them all like this. And it's like, no, yeah. that's not how yeah. we want vampires. No. <laughs> Why would you want My Little Pony vampires? It doesn't make sense. <laughs> but Vampire Hunter D proved that you can have like that 
you know, sexy male type of vampire and still be a complete badass as well. Right. Yeah, like, was killing all of was and he could kill everybody from that Twinkle Bright mo- I mean, Twilight movie. Yes. Yeah, Twinkle all. Bright. <laughs> you don't like your vampires, uh, you know, sparkling? Shiny and sparkling? No. I prefer not, you know? But my my favorite anime, bar none, and I, I know it's a little cheesy, but also one of the hardest video games you could ever hope to play was Fatal Fury. And Woo! I absolutely love to see a live action Fatal Fury. Terry Not Bo- the fighters. I want Fatal Fury. I want Andy yeah. and Terry Bogard. I want Geese Howard. Want I want that Wolfgang hair too? Hmm? What's that, Joel? You want, you want the long ass hair too? Because Terry got long. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I still got the VHS copy of that cartoon, I, dude. That my hair was down to like here, bro. Back I can see time. that. <laughs> I, 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 I can just see that. You just you just look like the, the kind of person who would have the 80s long hair. <laughs> that and that's that's a compliment, by the way. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. At the time, every cool martial artist had long hair, from Jean-Claude Van Damme to Lorenzo Lama. So I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna grow my hair. <laughs> he said renegade, renegade, bro. <laughs> But like I, I want to see some like special moves. I want to see a power geyser going on. Yeah. I want to see a, a raging storm. Like very cool good fighting game movie, and especially like Mortal Kombat's coming out now, and that shit looks dope. So like, maybe maybe we're going in that right direction. We'll see. Um, Joel, what would you like to see brought into live action? Um, well, I mean, lucky for me, a lot of my favorite ones are, are being produced into live action. I don't know how good they're going to be, but I know they're working on a Gundam like movie. I know they're working on a One Piece live action. They're working on a Naruto live action. They're working on a My Hero live action. So they're, they're working on a lot of animes that I really, I really like and would love to see done. I just don't know how they would adapt it. Because I especially like One Piece. So you have to adapt it, but it'd be very difficult because there's some really oddly shaped people in that fucking... That show, book, you know? you what, Netflix sits down and they tell Netflix the amount of money they need to visually pull that off. Yeah, it's gonna go. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, it, I, it's I'm different. Yeah, it's just, you got, you're gonna have to tone it down a little bit just to, for re- reality's sake. Uh, but like uh, the one we obviously got a Dragon Ball movie, but that was trash. Uh, so I would love to, I would love a, an actual Dragon Ball Z movie, but like. In sagas, just like how the Tia had her, they she picked them up. Like every movie should be a different saga. <laughs> That's exactly how right? it's you could do. It's doable. It's just that you need people that are passionate about it to, to work on it, and that's all it comes down to. Like this, it's doable. It's very. It's you have to cut some shit out because obviously it's a, it's an anime. It's gonna there's a lot of fillers, and you're gonna have to cut some shit to trim trim the fat. At the end of the day. <laughs> it's, it's doable. I'm just saying, it's doable. It's ninjas. It's uh, ninja like training ninjas. a little girl. I like ninjas. I'm all into ninjas, but I th- I think Dragon Ball Z can be done, and I, I I'd love to do it myself. And and Joelle is right. A lot needs to be cut out because we all know that Dragon Ball Z loves their fillers, loves. Their, but but you'd have to. It would it would be cool to start from the beginning. Like start off a movie literally how the saga starts off. Raditz coming down to Earth and just disrupting 100%. everything. I, absolutely, absolutely. But to me, to me, you have to take key moments and then boom, boom, boom. 
Yeah. Yeah. Two hour and there's hot spots. There's hot starts you need. We yeah, get a exactly. small little montage of you know Piccolo training. And wait, uh, Gohan. Yeah, and I'm shit. gonna tell you this right now. Everyone always talks about the pop that everyone gave when Nick when Nick Fury showed up at the end of Iron Man. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, if that Dragon Ball Z movie is done right, you see the people that freak out when those two pods drop and out mm-hmm. comes Nappa and Vegeta. Oh. <laughs> pop in there is gonna be banana. I'm telling you, I'm a huge fan. Like, as you could as you saw with my collection and everything, I freaking love that whole series. If they did some shit like that, I would be 100 percent for it. Just do it right. And yeah, you have 100%. you could have the visuals. You can make space look cool now. You can make fighting look cool now. You can make shit look cool. Just yeah. like don't. Don't give us what you gave us with Revolution. <laughs> no, don't do that. But do you know, want to know something funny? Do everybody remember the third Matrix movie? Yeah. The, the fights mm-hmm. at the end in the sky when they're like uh, Agent, whatever his name is, and Neo yeah. going after, like flying into each other. Yeah. 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 That, that you know what ruined that for me? Dragon Ball Z. Because every time they ran into each other, it just like stops. <laughs> and you know, Dragon Ball Z, they fight. And he's like, <laughs> they, don't even, they don't do shit in Matrix. I'm like, this movie is boring and the worst. <laughs> like, because they just fly. It was cool to see them fly into each other, but nothing happened. It just went boom, and they were holding each other. I'm like, this is. Do they not watch anime? Like, you, could, you could do something with like, why yeah, would Dragon Ball be a throat would have been punched by that point? Like, <laughs> oh, I don't even have to actually see what's going on. I just want to see movement. <laughs> no. By the way, the best thing about Dragon Ball Z is. Um, you know, you think that Zack Snyder likes to destroy shit on Earth? They, they ain't never sure. seen anything compared to Dragon Ball C. That's probably where <laughs> Zack got it from. Zack probably sat down one day and was just like, <laughs> "They blow up the moon to solve a problem." At one point, um, but I, I will I'm surprised say, there's any Earth left in that show. <laughs> I will say visually, I am very excited to see Ape Vegeta. Ape, oh, yeah. Ape, uh, Ape Gohan. Just transform. <laughs> yep. Um, and, and then you know, I, I got to see my boy Yajirobe come in and save the day. Uh, take I don't know who right. any of them are. Yeah, I want to see Yajirobe. Uh, Sorry. I tell, what, I tell you what, the only proper representation of how normal people look is unfortunately Yajirobe. <laughs> no one else looks like any <laughs> of any of those other characters. Yajirobe's holding it down for me. I'm like, yes, that's what I look like. I love you, Yajirobe. <laughs> Every other character had like literally 0% body fat, but yet yeah. they ate constantly. Yeah, Especially yeah. Goku. annoying. I, I love Margot Robbie. I love Margot Robbie. <laughs> She's amazing. She was awesome. Yes. No, she was Best awesome in Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, she was cutting tails <laughs> off monkey. JD, can I say how you feel right now listening to us talk about Dragon Z? Sometimes how I feel listening to you guys talk about action figures, or I'm like, that's nice. <laughs> that's cool looking. <laughs> well, that that um go ahead. shout out a second because yeah. The the re this is like a flashback for me back to my junior year of high school where I like I said I I had no idea what anime was or anything and I I was just discovering it and the reason that I never watched Dragon Ball was because I sat next to this kid and his name is Gabriel Ferrer and Gabriel if you're fucking watching this it's all your damn fault. <laughs> all this kid did was talk about Dragon Ball Z. And I'm like, I never seen an episode, man. Can we talk about the weather or anything? And uh, people are like, Goku did this and Gohan. And, da, 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 da. and I'm like, I don't fucking care, bro. Like, shit. <laughs> well, I, I never had that. 
I never had that effect on anyone because I didn't have friends back in the day. So I just <laughs> wrote about things instead. So my notebooks were like, stop writing shit in me right now. <laughs> I only discovered my- people like Dragon Ball Z till I was in college and I like met a friend of mine and we just casually, she's like, I love Dragon Ball Z. I was like, I have all the DVDs. And she's like, do you want to bring them over here and we can watch them? Like, yes, yes. it's that good feeling of being like 15 years ago where it just weirdly out of nowhere became acceptable to be a geek yeah all of society turned into geeks it was just like where were all of you when i was trying to tell you this was some cool shit you You know what nerd it's like i tried all of you fuck all of you (laughs) fuck all of you fuck all of you i took a lot of i joan i know your dad probably took heat for this stuff too I took a lot of heat for that. I had to keep, dude, I had to hide the fact that I watched Gargoyles in high school. I love Gargoyles. Right? I couldn't talk about it with anybody. I'd still buy comic books on the low. It was like Friday after school. Nobody knew what I was doing. I'd go pick up a few books. That was it. But Gargoyles, I would sneak to watch that, and that's it. Respect, brother. You know what did it for me? Like, <laughs> what justified my entire childhood was when Weird Al Yankovic had a number one record. <laughs> and I'm like, I t- I've been telling you this for years. He's brilliant. <laughs> uh, it's just one of those things where it's just like, my, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, mine was definitely college when I walked outside and people were like playing Yu Gi Oh cards on a table. And I was like, you guys see what's going on here and like no one's getting beat up or told that like they're a nerd and all that it's acceptable what what (laughs) and that's why i'm just like kids today that are just like i feel bullied it's like you don't know what bullying is it's not bullying for someone to (laughs) to write you something like you could just log out and not have to see it real you have to see that person every day in school no, like, listen, I'm not trying to stop you from getting your ass whipped. <laughs> I'm like not trying to like get too personal on like a podcast right now, but they don't know what bullying is. They never got their sh- the shit kicked out of them. They never got freaking spitballs in their hair. They never got shoved into freaking like garbage cans and everything. That all fucking happened to me. So I had my lunch kids box. out there. I had my Marvel lunchbox thrown in the garbage by somebody because they're just like, wow. fuck those people. <laughs> Why would you throw my lunchbox away? <laughs> like, my food was in there. Um, but the God. tears that cancel culture would have if they tried, oh like, they actually dealt with that shit. Like, no. and do that. Well, I did. <laughs> um, but that's that's all we got for you guys on this episode of Figure It Out. Make sure you guys stay tuned for an all new episode of Marvel Cinematic Review. We will be breaking mm. down the first episode of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah. I, got, I got a sneak peek at the first episode. It's pretty good. Um, <laughs> Mephisto's in it? Mephisto. <laughs> so all worth, it. all worth it, everybody. Um, nice. That is a joke that probably will never die because no one will let me live it down. <laughs> nice. But make sure you guys stay tuned uh, for that. I want to thank Tia for joining us on this anime episode. Uh, this Thanks was a lot, a, lot, a lot of fun. And Pete, Next week is Transformers Tuesday. Right. 
We are getting nice. into it. But here's the caveat. It's only about Beast Wars. Suck it, guys. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all my toys out. You guys, you guys aren't going to talk about the, the greatest ones of all the Michael Bay films? <laughs> they, don't, they don't exist. The first one is that it. I'd uh, rather talk Beast Wars than Dragon Ball Z because I don't know where the fuck that <laughs> At least I got a I got a point of relation with Beast Wars, you know. But at least I was able to pull JD in with Samurai Jack. So there was there was some, Samurai Jack works something baby. there. Um, oh, yeah. so make sure you guys uh, stay tuned for Transformers Tuesday next week, and we will see you guys same time, same place. Uh, till then, peace. Peace. Oh.